The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details. morning and welcome to the show everybody you're listening to Fresh FM bringing to you art talk all things art across the board going on in our community I'm Louise and today I have with us Nelson Tasman Chamber of Commerce's creative careers advisor who will be talking to about what this role entails and how it's such an amazing initiative the chamber is running to support our artists in a commercially viable way Artwork, as it's called, is a free career support and mentoring program for creative people living in the Nelson Tasman region. And today I'm at the Mahitahi Collab now, where the Chamber of Commerce, amongst others, shares offices with the Nelson Regional Development Agency to speak with Stephen Broadpaul, who is leading the charge on this program. Welcome to Art Talk, Stephen. Thank you, Lou. Oh, pleasure to be here. Yes, it is a pleasure. And I'm I'm really happy that I met you last week. Mm. I bumped into you and, and somebody who I'd interviewed prior, Tom Ransom from the council, who's the art and heritage advisor, he introduced me to you, and I'm glad he did because I'd seen you around these offices, but I didn't know what you did, and I didn't even know that this program existed. So it was kind of a really good fit for Art Talk, really, to, yeah. to show. So first, firstly, can you please explain what your role is? And I know the program is in its infancy, so mm-hmm. so tell us about that too, and the funding, and, and how long the mentoring goes on for, etc. Sure. Hey, thanks, Lou. Um, yeah, really pleased that we, we bumped into each other. So um, as you said, uh, I'm employed by the Nelson Tasman Chamber of Commerce as the Creative Careers Advisor. Um, so I'm actually leading a pilot service that is paid for by the Ministry of Social Development and supported by the Ministry of Culture and Heritage. And it's um, available to uh, MSD clients and non-MSD clients um, throughout the, the Nelson Tasman region. And you know, without their, their financial support, we would have been able to, to lead this program. So the Chamber of Commerce pitched for the, the, um, the work and uh, we've been going since April 2021, uh, and it's a two-year pilot. So we're one of uh, four areas who are piloting this. It's Waikato, and mm-hmm. there's a number of providers in Auckland uh, as well. Um, so it's a two-year pilot. We're currently under review at the moment, and we've got our fingers crossed. We're reasonably hopeful that it will be extended. Um, and uh, the artwork is our local brand for, for the Creative Careers uh, Service. So since we started, we've had 146 people register for the program. Wow, that's um, a yeah, lot. It's, it's that's a, huge, a massive huge intake, amount. yeah. And so of those are currently actively working with around about 50, 51. Um, of those people, some have been through the program, achieved what they wanted to achieve and have... Um, have gone on to to do what they they want to do in terms of their creativity, uh, and um, and, and others 
have opted just to to pull out of the program. COVID's had a big impact on on um, lots of people, and some of them just find that there's a lot going on in the world, and yes. this is just one additional piece of the puzzle that they. And now we have floods and slopes. Correct, absolutely. Yes. But how I work that is if they, it's always a matter of timing. So if they have said to me, look, Stephen, it's not quite the right time for me, I'll just put them on hold for two or three months and reconnect and say, are you ready to, to start again? Yes, well, and is there just you in the program? Are you, are you all right? So you're there being, is. Wow. So but I have to say I'm incredibly well supported by the chain, wider chamber team. So... Um, uh, Trina at the Chamber of Commerce, she organises all of our starting block workshops. So what we offer our participants the programme is up to nine months one-on-one mentoring. Uh, we offer them supported by uh, starting block workshops of things such as uh, pricing, uh, website design, social media, how to activate social media and sell, um, cash flows, networking, the list, list goes on. And uh, Trina's been really proactive in supporting me and supporting our, our members uh, to, to do that as well. So, but yes, it's just just me. Um, but it doesn't feel like a job because it's so much fun. Yes, yeah, because that sounds like you've got to keep your tabs on, you know, because everyone's at different stages as well, aren't they? Throughout yes, they the are. program. Good, and because I saw on your website, the program is not designed, it says, to teach you how to be creative, but to provide you with the non-creative skills to help you be successful. So what do you think is the one most prevalent non-creative skill that creatives take away with them? What's the one most that they struggle with or can't, I didn't, you know, mm. get into so much? I, to be honest with you, just having the first conversation and some others taking an interest uh, and listening to what their future goals are around their creativity um, is a great first step. And I find there's a lot of honesty and sometimes a little bit of emotion that some of the creatives uh, because they've, they've never been supported before and they've been told or people have inferred that this is not something you, you do for your life, it's something that you do as a hobby. Um, so it is about building their confidence first and foremost, um, but the biggest skill is pricing. Right, how to price how the work. Price they, value. Yes, and that is tough, isn't it? Because you can't equate it always to the hours worked. It's the, the materials that come into mm-hmm. it and the size and the transport and if you're shipping and sending. and Yeah. yeah. And I think some of it is around uh, they tend to give it away or... Um, because they want to build a, a, a brand and get people to know their work or they put a price way too low because once again they're not confident enough to, to back themselves around their work and, and I truly believe it's it's actually around the work they do it's got two components so there's a financial aspect but there's also a soul aspect mm-hmm. so as they are creating they're getting a lot back personally from that and you can't put money on, on that I suppose so we focus on where we can make money and Creators have got a skill, and it's not minimum wage pricing. It's actually the, they're creating value for people, so they should be pricing accordingly. That's, I would say, would be the biggest area that's, where people that need people help. With. And how do you help? How do you evaluate that with their work? Yeah. So what I, I do is we sit down and we do a little bit of cash flow. And when I mentioned that to Chris, like, oh no, I don't want to do a cash flow forecast. Uh, but it's actually, it's actually really creative doing a cash flow forecast. So what we do is we work out 
Um, so how much would you like to earn? Um, what are your different uh, areas of income? So is it originals, is it prints, is it events, is it work, whatever it might be. And then we work out what the expenses are and then we go back and say, okay, how many of these do you need to, to, to sell at the price that you're currently charging to meet the end goal? And it's a little bit um, not... That's a good way of doing it, yes, because yeah. then you know how much work you need to do yeah, and then to the, make a living. Because that's kind yeah. of, these people that are coming to you are ideally, yeah. like you say, coming out from it maybe being a hobby or selling at fairs or market stalls or whatever. Yeah. And some on website, you know, they, I'm sure some of them come to you mm-hmm. with their own website. Yes, but they they're do. wanting the next yeah. level, isn't it? So that's a real business um, out, take on it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's about beginning with the end in mind if you know what the end game is then you know where to start so there's a couple of factors as I really focus on the how to so people can set a goal and go this is what I'm going to do this is what I'm going to do it if you don't have the skills to execute on it chances are you're not going to deliver on it but I also have um, some creatives who are who are successful commercially who have just been playing around with them and now need to get serious about putting some robust business structures in place. So it's just interesting how someone comes to me, I've had someone who's a, a, um, a published author, who said to me at first meeting, I need to get serious about this is now a business and I need some guidance around how to actually structure mm. it as a business. Oh wow, gosh, mm. yes. So, you, so all sorts, so we're not just talking uh, visual artists, are we? We're talking musicians, authors, what else is there? Sculptors. Musicians, authors, sculptors. Um, Ceramics. Ceramics. Oh, yes, I saw Vicky Charles. I've yes. spoken to her previously on her show, actually. Yeah. Um, uh, on this show, yeah. Circus performers. Um, I have tattoo artists. Um, I have um, people that do um, non traditional um, health and wellbeing. Gosh, the, the list could go yeah, on. Yeah, The gosh. list could go on. It's, 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 if, it, if it's creative, then potentially uh, yes. we can help. Yeah. And because your role, it sounds like it wears a number of hats, really, doesn't it? It, does. it is. Because you've got, just got a list here. You've got business and project planning, the financial and management side of it, marketing, promotion, and effective use of social media. Because, you know, when you get older, you're kind of like, oh, God, do I have to post that? Or do I, how do I do that? <laughs> or it's not working? Or... You know, like it's an engagement thing too, isn't it? Because yeah. it's easy to post things, but you want to have a little bit of a call to yeah. action or some response to it. So I imagine that's quite challenging for some. It would be for me. Um, yeah, writing a CV as well and, and funding and how to apply for grants. Um, tell us how you, um, what was your background? How did, you know, because it's quite varied, this role. Yeah. So what's your background? So, um I don't have, I don't come from a creative background um, at all. My career has been in the corporate world uh, where I was a a senior executive, Um, I was a senior leader and I've run organisations, business change and organisational development uh, strategies and teams. So I don't, I I, I am a creative because I think what I brought to those roles is a, a creative way of running a business and working with your team. So... Um, I'm from a family of, of creators and that's kind of just rubbed off on my, me I guess um, but I think that having the, the business side and the affinity 
uh, and their creative side is, is probably a, a great great balance. Right, it's one of the um, yeah, strength. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And um, you know, my creativity comes from in, in my garden. Um, so I'm a great creator of a garden every year, every season. It it changes, so it's not a sit and a sit and forget for me. So that's where I get my creativity from. Um, but certainly, I bring a very strong lens of um, of business. I have run my own small business as well, uh, mm-hmm. and so I know what it's like to start right from the beginning. Right. And what and was that? What was it that? was a, a boutique homeware store in Dunedin. Oh, fantastic. And that was a lot of fun, yes. but it was hard work as well. Right, because you're there all the time too. Well, I actually was commuting to Wellington um, whilst I had someone managing the, the store for me, so... Um, yeah, that was a so lesson learned as well. Right, <laughs> yeah, because starting a business, you, you yeah. need to be there all the time. Yeah. I so I guess going back to what you, you know, how do I manage all of that, um, I think one of the strengths of the program is we do a tailored approach. So I'll sit down with the individual, get to know them, where they're currently at, what their goals and aspirations are, and I expect people to be really ambitious. We work through where the gaps are, and then we do a tailored plan for them. So I think if it was one size fits all, I could potentially struggle to know where people are at but it's so tailored that I get to know them and I know exactly right. where we're sitting at yes. and I guess one of the things I do do is a bit of a cheat at each meeting I'll send notes back with next key actions so I don't hear from them for a couple of weeks they phone me want an appointment I can bring that up and know exactly where the next starting point is right okay and then you, you start engaging once, yes. yeah is there yeah. a contract or because if it's a free service you'd want the people to stay wouldn't you the whole Nine months. Yeah, the, the only um, document we ask people to sign is a um, is an agreement since the Ministry of Social Development's funding it. They potentially want some information back so they can see the trends of the pilot. For those that are non-MSD clients, uh, they've just got a number that we allocate when they register. Uh, nothing, no names, anything else. For those who are um, MSD clients their social welfare number will be recorded on that sheet and from time to time MSD might come back to me and say are you are they still in the program yes or no any further information that they require which we have they haven't asked me mm. for anything more um, I'd always go back to the participant to say are you happy for me to release this information back to um, to the Ministry of Social Development. Mm. Oh, fantastic. So they're, the, they're kind of the more formalities of the, mm-hmm. of the program. Yeah. Um, can we talk about, um, talk us through like using an artist as an example and take us basically through the program? Have you got an artist yeah. that you can, yeah? Yeah. So I had a, uh, an artist who was an MSD client that um, joined the program right at the beginning. So their ID number is number 10 and so we've up to 146 or 49, something like that, so you can really early on. And um, she came to me uh, wanting support around uh, getting some financial support from MSD to help her to start her business. And um, so I worked with her for, for nine, nine months. And initially, so her background uh, was a circus performer, um, had worked in the community arts with youth um, and um, was incredibly passionate about uh, particularly making a difference with, with youth but really passionate about getting I guess off the benefit and uh, into paid employment so she had unfortunately lost her job 
needed the support of MSD. They supported her with a benefit, but she really wanted to get off that. So we were successful in uh, getting that um, startup grant and flexi wage approved, which enabled her to put some money in into her business to start. And as we continued to work together and looked at the business plan, given I've got a corporate background, one of the questions I asked her is, have you ever thought of taking your uh, your events and what you do, uh, so such as mediation, um, circus art, fire art, etc., into the corporate world, knowing that uh, it's really important to give back to your people on a regular basis and give them space to actually work on themselves. And um, her immediate reaction was, oh, I don't know how to work in the corporate world, you know, I've never looked, that's quite daunting to me. And I said, so if I can help you to do that, would you... Um, yeah, are you yeah. confident enough, basically, exactly. it comes down to, yeah. So... Which I imagine she would be, being a performer. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> so I guess being part of the Chamber of Commerce gives us some strength. So what I did, I reached out to a, a, an organisation um, uh, who we've had and their members who we had some contact with and asked them if they would uh, consider uh, working with, with this person and for her to run some workshops, basically to pilot um, the approach, get some feedback. And also a bit of it is around us actually build a testimonial base and, and so that as she moves forward she says, I've worked with this company. Yes, that's the point as well because people want to see some bit of credibility and an experience, yeah, don't they? they yeah. do. And so we worked together, we uh, prepared her for the for the first um, Zoom meeting with the company. Uh, once again, around the how-tos, what are you going to say, how are you going to do it, these are the types of questions they might ask you, you know, what's in it for them. And uh, she's currently working with that organisation um, now and that will help to spring forward, I believe, her her business into another into another area. Oh yes, fantastic. Yeah, yeah because though and especially in the corporate world, if, it, if it's a team building exercise or confidence or mediation, mm-hmm. like like you said, mm-hmm. um, they all know other organisations that need it, and if they can see that it's worked, and exactly, yeah, and sometimes exactly. if it's a fun thing to do and something a bit different to yeah. to bring your team together, that's yeah. very cool. Mm-hmm. So that's what the programs, yeah, basically wow. delivered for yeah. her. Wow, yeah. And hey, um, so just going back to the actual uh, program to be funded, because I'm just thinking if there's some people out there that are listening now that might be interested or may know somebody, mm-hmm. um, it's been funded, I know you said, you know, it's April next year, yes. but you still have, if anyone out there can fit the criteria, mm-hmm. which you can see on your website, mm-hmm. such a great website by the way, Thank very you. useful, yeah, yes. and easy to follow with the information about the program. Um, it's artwork.org.nz if you would like to investigate further. But um, yeah, how are you still accepting applicants? Absolutely. Uh, I'll accept applicants up until, well, <laughs> the last day, I suppose. But I'm really keen. I'll probably, when we get closer to, say, three months at the end date, um, we can probably provide support through those workshops rather than one-on-one mentoring. Because the worst thing we do is start with someone and then have to um, have to stop. Um, but I'm, I'm really confident that uh, funding will continue. Uh, the ministry is seeing some incredible value. We've been really proactive in, in sending them uh, videos of um, some of our, our clients talking about the testimony or participants talking about the testimony and what it's done for them. 
and um, you know, you know, sometimes uh, that type of medium speaks speaks volumes. I think the ministry had a had a goal right at the beginning or objective uh, that was more of a financial objective for them to get their clients um, self um, funding rather than relying on a benefit. But with our regular interactions with them, they've understood that there's a there's a whole lot more that's um, uh, that's probably intangible in their eyes that, that uh, we're giving that to 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 the artists in our community. Mm. And I think the biggest thing for me is that you know art isn't a luxury; it's actually a necessity. And I was reminded of Switzerland at the beginning of the pandemic. They invested heavily into the art sector by paying artists a wage. And the reason for that was as the country was going into an uncertainty and they were uncertain as well as a government where this was taking them, what can we do to support and help the well-being of our people? And they said it's around creativity. Oh, well, and, so um, with lots of people at home, yeah. Yeah. They were. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. um, when I read about Minister Sikolodi and the support she's given to this program, she's heavily invested in that and... and um, yeah, heavily invest in the fact that this is something that our communities need. It's also a key economic driver to our region. People will come to our region because of the creatives and the yes, difference. Yes, exactly. And they'll spend money everywhere else. So, and given the week we've just had, we could do with an injection of, we could. of money into our economy. Yeah, and I see it's just started raining again. Yeah. I'm not sure if you can hear the drops oh. out there, but it's not too bad. Um, but yeah, and that's right, people do when. You know, they do want to take a wee bit of a, when they leave, don't they? They mm. don't want to just eat and have an experience. They do want to take a piece away. So we've got all this lovely local artwork in mm. the galleries. That sounds great. And I think also the goal, not not that I read, I got that impression on your website because there was no pressure or anything, but I think it's definitely, you're wanting to encourage people to, to have the faith in themselves and their creativity to go ahead and try, you know, make a living about it. Yeah. And you've got all these... Um, skills now surrounded in yourself yeah. to, to go out and do that because yeah. it is quite daunting as business isn't it there's so many things to yeah. um, avenues to, to look down and, and it can get oh I can't be bothered it's saying it's too hard I won't do it yeah absolutely sure. yeah but, but I guess um, for me is that it's not a one-way street so I learn so much from the people that I mentor that every single day they teach me something. Oh, so it's wow. about mutual mentoring. I learn yes. a lot from, from them, a lot about how you view, view the world. Um, it's just an incredible, mutually beneficial experience. So, um, But there is a bit of hard work. There is a little bit of actually, let's set some goals and, and let's deliver. Mm. But I think if you've got someone in your court who's who's supporting you and therefore you, it just makes it a little bit easier. Yes, exactly. Um, and you seem like a really approachable type person, so but you know, I could, yeah, just yeah. You'd support them really that, well. This isn't a job for me, it's an absolute passion. I love it. Oh, oh, fantastic. That's really good yeah. to hear. Yeah, especially, you know, corporate world can chew, chew people up. Some people enjoy it, but then you can, after a period of time, it's, yeah, so this is mm. a nice change mm. in using Absolutely. your yeah, amazing yeah. skills. And hey, just before we wrap up today, Stephen, I've noticed a lot in the Mahi Tahi Kolo, there's a lot of um, um, artworks being exhibited. I think this artwork now I'm looking at is 
the second exhibition. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So what's that? Is that a different initiative? That's a yeah. different, or is it some of yes, your it is. artists? Uh, yes, it is. It's our, our artists. So it's called the Matatai Pop Up Gallery. Uh, so we, uh, as you rightfully uh, said, Lou, this is our second um, artist. The first one was Kerry Aiken, who uh, exhibited her artwork, and we now got Pierre O'Rourke. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're both uh, clients of, or both participants of the artwork program. So this is around um, helping showcase um, some of our, our participants' artwork. Um, and it's fit, it's actually aligning with what their professional development plan plan is um, and it, it's available for most of our participants it's normally up for one uh, for one month mm-hmm. uh, opportunity to to sell um, once again if it's a pricing challenge well, I've noticed that someone's here, here I mean there's one yeah. here in this room but I know there's two I saw red dots in the main piece yeah, he sold about eight or nine oh wow his pieces of work. Oh, I can see why uh, What's his surname? Pierre O'Rourke. Pierre O'Rourke. So he's in the Nelson magazine in August. His his about works on the front cover. Oh yes, it uh, is and, too. Uh, so he's just and that was all story. part of this. Did you help foster that yeah. as well? With uh, I have to say that uh, it was up um, thanks to Murray Leaning from Mitre Ten for getting Pierre the interview with the Nelson magazine. I can't take Murray's credit, but he's been incredibly supportive as well of the program. Um, so we have that. We also have a, a monthly um, art talk mm-hmm. from Lena. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we just bring in some some people and to have a, a morning coffee. We bring the, uh, yeah, we invite our participants to, to attend. Last month we had Anne Rush from Makeshift Spaces. Oh, yes. Love, uh, love Anne. Yeah, she's Everything fantastic. Everything she does. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm on the committee of Makeshift Spaces as oh, well. Right. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, and all, um, previously we had uh, Michael Camillo, a local artist who was uh, exhibiting at the Refinery Art Space. And in September we've got Tom Ransom from the Arts and Heritage at the Nelson City Council. So what we're trying to do there is just, A, to, to bring people together uh, so they can meet each other, but secondly also see whether there's some opportunities for them to participate uh, wider in the community. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, it sounds like you're doing that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well done. Well, thank you My very pleasure. much for your time today. And if you are interested or you know somebody out there, um, go straight to the website. That's the best way. The Stevens details are all over there artwork.org.nz, or you can find the information on freshfm. Net. And so that's it for today. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you very much, Lou. You've been listening to Art Talk Nelson with me, Louise Allen, and I'll be back again with a fresh episode in two weeks' time, or you can listen to the replay at the same time next Wednesday. Previous episodes of Art Talk and other locally produced programs are available from our website, freshfm.net, or through accessmedia.nz. So yes, there's always a place to listen. Um, if you if you um, want to replay as well, so thank you for listening and bye for now. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the Top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand on air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz.